It depends. Yeah. Right. We good to go? We good to go? Yeah, we good to go. We good to go. Yes. Yeah. Ah. Uh, 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 be in the moment, ladies and gents. It's been a while. It's been a while. I'm your captain, TT. I'm bored. And this is Afufelo. Bringing you another episode. This is season two. The very first episode. And this is titled poetry through the eyes of Mufeni. Can I get a hoo-ha, hoo-ha, hoo-ha? That, 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 that. <laughs> yeah, man. What's up, what's up? Deboho, Kopano, the gang. Are you guys good? Nah, man. I'm always good. Can't complain. Kopano? Nah. No, yeah, definitely good mm-hmm. yeah excited to have our guest here today for sure she sounds we're off to a good start she was like we're having fun so we are having fun <laughs> yeah man <laughs> i like the energy yeah that's lovely man that's lovely Muti. oh man it's it's your man it's an amazing it's an amazing experience to have you here and yeah it's gonna be it's gonna sound a bit you know it's gonna sound a bit of a kind of crazy i don't like um introducing people because I don't want to like put people in boxes or certain like that. There's something certain like that. I just want people to express who they are. So man, to the listeners out there, give them a shout out. Tell them who they are, who you are, and you know, give them that glimpse of you know the personality that you put onto the ink. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Y'all already said my name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. Okay. I know, guys. Can we just can we just kick this off with a good pom pom pom? Can we? We Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This is more like it. This is more like it. We all. Don't worry. Excited. We'll we'll edit it in. Don't worry. We'll edit it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. No, it's going to be a a great evening. Evening now, night. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be good, I guess. I don't want to Okay, let's just yeah, yeah. This guys already know who Mutu is. Mutu, Mutu is a what? A poet and author and a spoken word artist. So, let's go on ahead and and get to know and understand poetry through the eyes of Mufeni slash Mutu. It was actually you, the first actual poet that I know has like three names, which is something amazing, you know. Like I feel like today I could wake up like a Mufeni Congra, and then tomorrow like Mutu, like mm, I feel you, I feel you, in my person, you know, in my person. Like yeah, that's lovely, man. That's lovely, man. And yeah, man. Just first, like I just wanna get like uh, the glimpse of like, uh, dude, how did you like? How did you like? At, a, at such a young age, by the way, Mutu is like 19 and she is publishing a book. Like, um, oh, nice. <laughs> dude, that was like ever, ever, ever in my mind. It's like, hey, man, like such a beautiful thing. Like, you know, so yeah, like obviously you're not going to get at like how you came to actually publish the book, but it's just like, yeah, man, give us the journey of like that little girl who found her pen to actually write something that she actually, she actually feels that definitely knows that the world needs to know about like just something like that 
Okay, um Ben A's and butterflies, how it came about. It is like well, I realized that one there was a lot of too much glitter in my writing books, like my journals, uh notepad and all that. And I realized that uh, if I do not actually publish this ones, I am literally going to throw them off because right now they're weighing me down like i keep rereading this stuff and i'm going to be tempted to edit and all that and there was at the same time more poetry flowing through mutu's veins you know so I, i needed to make room for more poetry but i i couldn't just get rid of this poetry and i i figured that uh since bendies and butterflies is actually about the blossoming um the overcoming conquering um the healing and the loving the loving is beautiful we we need to feel that so yeah i figured that i mean that i mean people deserve that people deserve to to read poetry they can relate to like as far as the loving is concerned the the breaking the healing and the overcoming so Yeah, that's what inspired Ben is most of all to actually actually the healing to actually be that one person that I can heal people through my words, through my poetry like that. It it is literally everything that I live for. And yeah, I figured I figured why not? If not me then who at this point in time. So yeah, that's how it came about. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, that's mm. yo, that's interesting. That's interesting. I only have one question for you Mutu. Uh so in in your view do you find poetry or does poetry find you? Ah beautiful question. Oh my god. Um do I find oh my god. Okay okay beautiful right one beautiful. Okay I feel like yeah I feel like it 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 locates me hey it finds me and and when it finds me um, i'm able to actually let out whatever that is inside me or whatever way that i'm feeling um whatever that i've of i've observed and all that so i feel like poetry poetry finds me and i'm able to narrate whatever that i'm feeling or whatever that i have been observing at the point in time yeah interesting uh, oh yeah no that's definitely an interesting question and a great answer i just want to know because you spoke about healing so many times like you mentioned healing a lot i just want to know is poetry only about healing others or have you found that through writing you've actually healed yourself in some way by like putting things mm-hmm. down on paper or um being an orator and actually saying things that you feel. Uh thank you so much for the question. Um yeah, before before I could understand that I can actually heal other people through my poetry, I actually had to find the healing myself. So yes, uh my poetry has actually been my runaway place or say my safe haven. It's been literally the one thing that I know where you know I no matter what I can I can go back to the pen and the paper at any point uh, in my life and I can just go on and and just leave my emotions there on paper or leave my experience there on paper and and when I look at it I I I know that I know it 
I can get from point A to point B through like reading my poetry and understanding that you know what this is what you've been going through and and maybe this is how we can try to deal with it so yeah writing is literally mm, my it's my runaway place there's literally nothing else I do so yeah I I had to heal first so that I can understand mm. that I can actually get to heal other people the same way that I healed myself through the writings Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up? One, one last question, and then I'll, I'll, I'll give you. <laughs> amen, amen. This is the moment I'm gonna put, you know, start putting like, like, ease up, James, ease up, ease up, ease up. Like we don't have to put it yeah. in the corner just yet. Yeah. So this one is actually to the floor. Like anyone yeah. can can uh, interject, but it's more of Mutu's uh, territory. Sure. So how? How would you explain the concept of poetry to a say a 12 year old? No, mm. let's make it 10. Let's make it 10. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, can I can I like okay, just hop on, I don't know, a little bit. Okay, um yeah. Okay, so it's a 10 year old, right? Okay. Wow. Okay. How do you explain the concept of poetry? Okay. I think it's it's more a matter of like getting the 10 year old to understand that if ever there are certain certain things that they cannot bring themselves to say like to actually vo- voice out and actually say it out loud. They they can actually write it down like okay what I what I do what I usually do what I do back in the day because I started writing when I was nine so what I do was I if ever I don't want to talk about it I write about it and I just convince myself that nobody will ever find these letters like this are my personal letters and I'll just write stick them off somewhere and nobody will ever get to read it that way you get to be as honest as you want. And yeah, what 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 are the better thing to teach a 10 year old than than the fact that they can actually be honest to themselves while actually not harboring things inside? Yeah, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> Interesting. Gaji, gaji, gaji. Yeah. No, I I I think I think I'll just say this uh, in my own fashion, right? I'd say hey man, it's a it's like dancing, you know. It's a dance of words on paper said to somebody there uh, somebody else it's an expression that doesn't have to be so understood like walking so much of a routine to get from place to place but it's an expression itself of the movement of the body and so to speak the movement of the soul actually the utterance of words speaking from inside and just communicating without actually filtering so much but just being in the moment of saying what you need to say It's like if I were to give you a pencil, draw anything that you want. That's poetry in itself, and then that's like the dance of words. Mm. Interesting, a dance mm-hmm. of words. Yeah, a dance mm-hmm. of. So is it the cha cha or? Is it a waltz? Is it a what? Is wow, it a what type of dance is it? Is it umlando? <laughs> 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 yeah, man. 
whatever 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 fits the soul you know whatever fits the soul or whatever the soul can communicate through you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah I don't know. I have my teacher cap off, but it's on. <laughs> in my head right now, you guys are putting me like in a classroom where I now have to teach ten-year-olds poetry, and I'm like, oh my goodness, how would I? I don't know. I think all of you guys have basically said the simplest way to simplify it for a child that age, because obviously at that age they don't know. the technicalities of poetry and if you want to simplify it for them those are great explanations um the only way i would also kind of try and bring it down to their level is through song because um everyone listens to music and everyone knows what music is and music makes you feel something because the person who wrote the song was feeling something as well So maybe making the child understand that basically poetry is just spoken music and you write down your words and your feelings on paper and you can transform that into the different verses of the song and they can get that a poetry can be not a poetry a poem <laughs> a poem can be happy a poem can be Uh, sad a poem can be about your friend a poem can be about the sun and it's basically whatever you feel if it's about the sun it's about what you feel about the sun and you just basically it's just music that you've now transformed into just spoken word you know mm-hmm. that's the simplest way i would you know try and get them wrapped around the idea But yeah, it just all goes back to feeling because I think we all spoke about feelings, emotions and kind of expressing them. Yeah. So I think it just all boils down to that. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Tabogo. You asked yeah. the question. What's that? You asked the question now, you know, serve, serve, serve us with some flavor, you know. Oh. Sure, I didn't think about it. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Okay, a 10-year-old, right? He is a 10-year-old. I'd say poetry is the concept of poetry is uh is crying but the same way you cry as a 10-year-old is crying but onto paper. Mm. So, yeah. I hope the 10-year-old will understand. But, yeah, that's how I explain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, but bottom line is it's it's just expression. That's yeah. just an expression. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's 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 something lovely, man. So yeah, uh, Muti, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're a poet by trade, and um, like, where did you finally say I can actually make something out of my passion? In consideration with like. it's been like you know there are different kind of schools or ways of thinking that passion alone can't get you a sustainable kind of life and people just believe that follow your bliss follow your greatest happiness which is you know somewhere around your passion and definitely there try to make something about it like in so much to speak also like you know um ikigai like the japanese concept of you know making finding your purpose in this world and you know it, revolves something like passion 
and yeah like when did you kind of like see it like possible that definitely i can actually become an actual poet mm okay when the when um well well i think it's safe to say that um i actually started um well this is i'm going to try and center this around bend a's and butterflies in my my book so i think it's safe to say the starting well when i started writing the book or compiling the poetry together and all that my my bank balance was actually at a solid zero guys you know so <laughs> it's just yeah over <laughs> you like at a solid like i'm telling you I, it was just that thing yeah like i knew that uh that there are courses that i'm going to have to cover as far as as everything is concerned like printing and all that it's like a lot even if i'm going even if i went to the self publishing way there's still a, a ton load of stuff to actually cover for right but i actually decided that you know what this is this is where i want to be you know if if i could do anything for literally the remaining years of my life i'd literally just write like they just write i mean i believe that as much as people won't come up straight and say you know what um most of them won't really come up straight to say i know that i loved that piece or it kind of spoke to me or it it got me from here to here but i believe that for every piece that i write there's somebody who's who's reading and and for for every person that's reading there's somebody who's actually finding some healing in my poetry so that that is like my biggest um in what it motivates me to actually continue and and there there was just no other better way to to get um my poetry entirely out there like all of it instead of of you know like platforms like facebook instagram all these other things they you can only post as as to a certain amount of certain amount of poetry you know you can't i i couldn't this is an entire book there was no way i was going to leave 200 pages of poetry on <laughs> on my social media account you know and um i realized that by 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 not actually compiling it together i'm limiting it and i'm i'm trimming my poetry a lot when i post you know so yeah i i figured that um if i i needed to be delivered as it is raw as it is as it was written for for it to actually have the same um kind of effect that it had on me the author so yeah hence hence collectively bend aids and butterflies i don't know if that answers it or did i you know yeah no i dig it i dig oh, yes. it i dig it i just have a follow up question um which is okay since you are now like you know um your book is actually a collection of your poems like how do you like how do you like okay how do you actually let me not actually put uh answers into your head but let me ask you this would you say how different is it from an actual autobiography if you were to write one mm, okay okay how different oh um how different is it from that right um well it's it's just the fact that um in in like those poems that are have included in the book like some of it is something that i have observed as i as i mentioned earlier it's something that i have been you know people like me who come from the village you know that there's a lot to see and 
when when you see you you tempted to speak on it but because you can't just speak on it you can write on it so some of my poetry is is the what i saw you know as a kid growing up and into this point you know so yeah which that that's the only thing that separates it from from like being an actual life story of mood to and all that is the fact that some of the things I've, I've drawn inspiration from from things going on around me things that i see things that i see people going through and and the feeling you know what i can actually i can try to speak on this you know and yeah hopefully hopefully it it gets across that well to to the other person yeah Alright, and um, ladies and gents, uh, we got to hit our first ad break. So yeah, uh, what happens is you know this is the right time to actually fill your sips and uh, enjoy something to actually drink. If you want a snack, go get some snacks, and then we'll be back shortly. Just this is your chance to be heard and do your thing. Come on, come on, come on! Hit us up, hit us up, hit us up, hit us up. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome back to the second half of F. Yeah, this is poetry through the eyes of Mutu. Yeah, and yeah, welcome back. Um, Kopano, Tavo. Yeah, man. The floor is yours. Yeah. Yo, I have one one question. Yeah. One question, Mutu. Uh, so, you know the concept. Don't judge a book by the cover or something, something like that, right? Uh, I don't know what your book looks like. Let's assume. Let's just uh, go with that assumption for now, right? I don't know what it looks like. Now, if someone was to tell me about the title. Uh, band-aids and butterflies so this is yeah. to the floor yeah, yeah. Uh, Mutu you can answer this last because you are the artist and you kind of know what you were doing with that so just the others what what comes to your mind when you think band-aids and butterflies I mean it could have been elastoplast and bees <laughs> or something <laughs> the fact that the two words the two words band-aids and butterflies like what what comes to your mind when you think band-aids and butterflies tt oh it's there yeah man it's a lovely thing because you know as always i always have yeah something to say um okay um should i go dark or not okay it's like um Yeah, why not? This is a this is a very open platform, right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, resurrection, man. Death and rebirth, you know. So it's like the bandages, yeah, uh, signify, yeah, man, the things that we actually went through and the bruises and yeah, man, the butterflies is us flying into the you know, into the space, you know. Um, yeah, being free, except from the pains that we were, you know, that yeah, once affected us. It's not the best, it's not the best explanation of what's on mind, but yeah, interesting. Death and rebirth, yeah, yeah. and others. There's no others, it's just Kopar, it's just Kopar. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> PM is PM. 
PM is also gonna answer. PM is gonna answer. PM is gonna shepherd you with the tada. Yeah. Kopano, what do you think? Band-aids and um, butterflies. I was giving the others a chance. <laughs> <laughs> what are the others? <laughs> okay, no. Um, I think yeah, quite similar basically to what Titolo took it as because when I think of band-aids, obviously you think of hurt, you think of damage that is trying to be repaired because you put a band-aid on to protect the wound so that the wound can eventually close up and heal you know so yeah i think it's about wounds and healing the wounds and once you've healed the wounds you kind of go forth as this new thing like a butterfly you know how we wait for a butterfly to finally just crack out of its cocoon and become this beautiful thing that we see out in the world, but it didn't always start like that, you know? So I kind of, yeah, that's how I'm taking it in a way. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. the imagery I have in my head. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah, yeah. Interesting. And PM? Hey. <laughs> 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 yes, yes. Um, okay, band-aids. And, and butterflies. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Oh, can't you can't be serious for two seconds. For seven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, let me be serious. It's not making me laugh. I know. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think band-aids, band-aids and butterflies. Band-aids would have to be like a band-aid right? like the literal meaning of a band-aid is is a is the the thing that heals you know that little bandish thing <laughs> yes that's english english is escaping me but yeah <laughs> that, that that patch that that heals me and then like uh i would think it's like symbolism for like healing or at least uh flashbacks to like uh the things that created the need to heal you know yeah. yeah the need for a bandage you know the the maybe yeah she's recalling the events that actually occurred for her to actually need stitches or band-aids and then uh the butterflies part i'd love to think stolen from the uh the saying or you know when like we're in love you know or when you're happy they say like I feel butterflies in my stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess it's a sense of it's a sense of happiness or a sense of peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or being in love or love. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's my two cents. Yeah, yeah man, thanks, thanks for. It. Before Mutu uh, gives out, you know, uh, gives up, uh, gives us, the, you know, yeah, the idea behind the, um, yeah, the cover art and the name as well. Um, yeah, bro, what do you think? Oh, Flip. Hey, just listening to you guys. <laughs> uh, you guys are too deep, man. You, you, you went in too deep. But, 
because with me okay looking at it band-aids and butterflies you know what comes to my mind uh is cotard you know is cotard <laughs> they used to wear cavellas <laughs> they used to put band-aids <laughs> and their shirts used to be flowers and butterflies you know it's like something to do with that yeah you know <laughs> band-aids and butterflies but you guys are talking about getting hurt to death and rebirth but yeah 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 i guess the artist can let us know what she intended with that yeah <laughs> hi bo okay 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 yeah <laughs> wait all right cool bend aids and butterflies guys um yeah basically y'all yours right i don't know about this titanic thing but okay <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah um bendis is actually about the, the the healing the beauty uh in the healing you know in you know in the process the healing process you know the the beautiful mess of it all you know it's actually yeah it's something like that um yeah basically if the mess is beautiful then then it's bendays and butterflies you know it, it it hurts but but it's gonna it's gonna give way or give birth to something even more more beautiful and and peaceful so it is it is all that you mentioned and and more so it's it's the healing the loving and the becoming you know becoming like the burst of vision of yourself um if ever you know so yeah bend aids and butterflies or something like that yeah man that's lovely that's lovely that's lovely um yeah kopano i'm about to ask a question right yeah but i just want to be kind to you and give you that you know yeah um, yeah you know <laughs> no you could have taken it it's fine i'll just ask afterwards it's okay you know That's why we need more teachers in the world like you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get you to it, Chief. I'm just being nice. That's my usual. I'm just Don't think. Aye, <laughs> This aye. is everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Um Muti, you emphasize um before us, right? Let me just get an understanding of what is Like I understand, um, yeah, obviously the contributions of the show are all black, in some sense. We are African, in some sense. Whatever the narrative we we choose to define ourselves. So let me understand of what's your own version of say, you know, somebody's pro-black or you are pro-black to the floor. Mm. Wait, what what was that? Can you can you please just uh, give me that again? Now I'm just saying before I ask you a question right Mutu I'm going to like this is this is a question directed not to you but the whole floor right like the you know everybody on the show like you know the co- the producers and obviously the people you know uh with who are with us you know we can just simply type in the chat box so it's like okay um since you all black as like you know amongst the co uh, co-producers and you are black yourself Like what's the understanding of saying I am pro black or what's the understanding of saying somebody is pro pro black? Okay. No, no pressure, no pressure to the to the floor. Do be no. proud. <laughs> Yo, can you break it down a bit further? I'm I'm 
I'm struggling to get an angle on what you're asking. What I'm asking from is just the narrative behind, you know, how you perceive, not actually the narrative, but how you perceive, you know, what comes to mind when you say, you know, somebody's pro-black. Is it simple enough? Like there's this, you know, <laughs> there's this, um, there's this, uh, what's, yeah, there's this um, name, which is referred to pro-black for this, you know, question. And obviously, when we say something is pro-black, we have some understanding or some idea of those people or what that name represents. So, my, like, what I'm asking you guys is basically, you know, yeah, what's that to you guys? That's that's an interesting question. Uh, yo, I, I hate to be that guy, but uh, the, the, the concept of being pro-black... I mean, in, in, in my understanding, how, how do you become proud of something you had no, you had no control over? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you're, not, you're not black by choice. It, it just so happened that, or however you believe the world is. Yeah, it just happened. And then for you saying now, pro-black, I'm pro-black, pro-black. And then from there, you're you're you you're proud of that but that proudness end up end up, ends up becoming pride yeah. now it it kind of limits you in a way because you're always seeing things in uh quote unquote black and white yeah pro black so yeah that's just how i see it no, so I... in in contrast i'd i'd prefer it if we just be black and not be pro black you know um okay you see when you talk about this okay this is a really shallow thing that came to mind i don't remember which award shows it was yeah um <clears throat> for the red carpet when they asked Issa ray who she's rooting for who she wants to win basically i don't know if it was the oscars or it was one of those red carpets yeah. and it, it went viral because she said anything black or everything black meaning whatever movie that was produced and written by black people black actresses black directors she was there for it you know and everyone was like oh yeah that's so pro-black and obviously that's a shallow way of looking at it because it's it's hollywood it has its own politics but i feel like when i okay sorry i'm, I'm not gonna go deep into this they will i'm gonna try <laughs> i'm gonna try um I feel like my interpretation of pro-black is being supportive of our community as black people Mm -hmm. without disregarding or maybe lessening any of the other races' importance because if you do that, then you are basically doing what has been done to black people. Mm -hmm. And you are missing the point. You know what I mean? 
you yeah. you're completely missing the point if you feel like being pro black means being anti something else yeah but you understand who being pro black means being supportive of the growth of your community now i think some people take it too far where they are proud of some black quote unquote um habits or cultures that we have developed in the black community that are not healthy or beneficial for us or helping us grow in any way and people will be like no i support that because i'm pro black but if you look at whatever that culture is it's not something positive it's not something we should be known for it's not something we should be advocating for so for me someone who's pro black is someone who brings forth all the positive things that we can do as a community and things that we are doing as a community and someone who invests in fellow black people yeah you know in their growth in their in growth of understanding because i mean we and i'm just talking about south africa i feel like there's so many of us that are still so behind in terms of education just about knowing the general workings of the world finances stuff like that so someone who's pro black is not going to focus on all of these negative things that we have unfortunately been come to know to be known for but instead hey how about actually educating your fellow black brothers sisters mothers aunts fathers about finances yeah grow us in that way grow our minds investing in black children you know as far as education um black boys that's something that's very close to my heart because i feel like in the black community we have disregarded black boys yeah. everyone focuses on the girls and our boys are suffering in so many ways and they have no one to cry out to because of boys will be boys and all these narratives that we have ingrained in them and no one sees the you know like stuff like that that's been pro black for me yeah you know that that's just me and then obviously yeah and now when we're going to entertainment spaces it it's broad but basically i'm just just trying to say it's someone yeah you guys get my point I hope. So, yeah, yeah, so just a follow up question, right? So basically it's like you say it's not going like uh, 100% say I'm just going to support anything because it's black, but I'm going to start mm. nourishing all the deficiencies I see in the community that I'm exposed to and the people that are lit to. And in most in mo- mm. like you know, in most general, if like you're a typical black person or so to speak, you are more exposed to the people that share the same color tone as you. So in that kind of sense that means you'd be saying like you know from amongst the community that you find yourself with you'd be trying to nourish the yeah deficiency or whatever's happening within the community. Yeah in 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 any way you can like if if the best thing you can do is advocate for pro blackness in the sense of our looks because our looks have been shunned for so long but let them be done by other races they are co-commended co- it's beautiful yeah um you you find a way to do that you host beauty pageants where you have all you know like there are people who are actually doing this in small communities in the townships where they make sure that they have all skin tones where they have girls that 
You don't need to braid your hair, comb out your hair, have your afro, do the Bantu styles that we have known our people to do. If that's what you can do, that makes a difference in those young girls' lives because then they'll see my nose is not too big, you know, my thick lips that have two tones, black and pink, that's not ugly. Why? Because I was allowed to enter a beauty pageant and maybe I won. Maybe I didn't win, but I was seen as beautiful. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be rocket science. I think that's what most of us think that, oh, it has to be this big thing that's worldwide. Just whatever you can do in your community to grow blackness and the and the pride in being, I think when the word says pride, obviously pride has two meanings, you know, it can be negative, but there's also pride of being able to be proud of your people, being able to be okay with yourself as well. You know what I mean? And your community. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Thank you. Self-acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> that is how I see it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Do you want to say something? Yeah, that's now that's that's interesting. But hey, we we removing the spotlight off of our <laughs> guest, the poet. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to serenade us with her voice. And then, and then... Not to please speak. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 one thing, one thing before we we go back to the guest. Uh, sure. Um. So, pride, pride. You see. Concepts like pride, uh, what do they call them? Abstract nouns or something, but yeah, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. abstract, right? And then the issue with that is that once you have it on one side, there's always blurred lines. For instance, yeah. let's look at uh, honesty, right? You, uh, here's, here's an analogy <clears throat> you have a happily married husband. Yeah, you're happily married. Uh, you're there in the morning getting ready. Your wife comes to you and says, Do I look fat or something? <laughs> you know, that honesty is honesty. You could say, Yeah, you look fat, or then you, you're in trouble, or you could find a way to blur the lines in between, you know. So that's the thing with, with uh, abstract nouns, there's always blurring the lines. You start by being proud in the beginning mm. and then the lines become blurred and then now you get lost in that big hole of pride but yeah that's just mm. to say. now mm. yeah back to the guest mutu uh yeah <laughs> mutu we're here for you absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah oh what I'm, I'm supposed to answer right pro black yeah. oh but you some you literally yeah, I mean, Copa and you, you said literally everything. Yeah, so it's 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 being supportive of the positives, you know, um, and learning um, bad habits and and learning healthy uh, routines. You know, it's it's yeah, as long so long as it's it's, it's you know, it, it, as long so long as it's it's positive, and then we support it. You know, we we here for our people. Yeah. You know, because this is where we come from, and then this is where we at, and yeah, they, they, I just figured there's not uh, there's no other way to go about it than to be here for your own people, be supportive, so long as it's it's, it's for a good cause and all that. So, yeah, Gopano pretty much said it all, and 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 they were, you know. So. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I'm sorry. Yeah. I have a question for the poet. Sure. Uh, say maybe there's, there's someone out there who's listening, uh, one of our million subscribers listening and thinking what 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 actually makes poetry poetry i mean you could write a bunch of words on paper but what what gives it that stamp to say bam that's poetry does it have to be in stanzas you know what i mean does it have to rhyme mm-hmm. what 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 are the what are the, like the the basis points of, of poetry like what what is poetry yeah Oh, beautiful, beautiful question. I like that. Um, you know, I always say that poetry, if, if anything, poetry is fair and poetry is honest. You know, I feel like if you, you can go on and write a bunch of things on, on paper as much as you'd like to. But like, it, it gotta be honest, you know, it gotta be authentic, you know, it has to be. Yeah, I feel like honesty the most, like it. If it's something, if I'm kind of describing an emotion, then then I'd have to be honest about it. I can be going around describing something that I haven't per se felt, you know, because as much as I say that I observe a lot, I can't imagine, I, I can't actually um, imagine what the other person is going through. So if my poetry is honest, if, if my words are honest on, on paper, then it pretty much makes it poetry and yeah the, the issue of, of 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 setting it on the page you know as far as stanzas are concerned that's that's preference you know for so long as it's honest it's authentic that this is this is your this is your true sense to to whoever's listening whoever's reading then then it, it actually goes a long way whether you put it in stanzas or you you make it rhyme it, it it's up to you as the the writer the author yeah mm, interesting that's interesting you satisfy my g no i'm good good thanks all right all right all right, all right. um yeah man uh mutu oh okay 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 we got nr <laughs> we recognize you finally finally yeah man the platform is open um so i have a question for you um what's the worst experience you've encountered when reciting poems hmm. Hmm. interesting question <laughs> <laughs> oh that is <laughs> oh my god that is that is an interesting question indeed okay so um for like those of you who've been following me up me on my facebooks and instagrams you notice that i was doing a lot of uh, open mic you know spoken word poetry right here in pta so my my last performance like weeks ago i actually i got on stage and i mixed my words like the, the poem was long it was long and I'm that person. I don't prefer reading. I feel like it takes away the authenticity of it. It, it actually, I literally go off stage even when I'm on stage if I'm actually reading it. So I prefer to actually recite it from my head. So yeah, I'm 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 trying to do that, and I actually 
I was on the third line. I jumped to the something line and it, it just went J. From that point, it was just, I was freestyling. And I mean, the audience, my audience didn't really, they, they still thought it was good because I mean, I know my poem, they don't know my poem, you know. It was it was still the same poem, but I, I rearranged to the lines uh, while I was, I was performing um, somehow. So that, that's like my worst experience um, so far. I didn't forget my words. I missed my words. And I feel like for me, that is worse than anything I can ever do on stage. Because at that point, everybody else is still feeling the pump the way I'd need them to feel it. But but I didn't know, hey, no, this doesn't come here. This comes before <laughs> this. This comes after. You know? So <laughs> You know, it gotta be honest at the end of the day. So I, I didn't really feel like I, I gave it my honest shot at, at that day, you know, and on that day, like it was, yeah, it was a bummer. But yeah, that's like my worst experience spoken wording on stage. Oh, okay. It could have been worse, but yeah. Could have <laughs> yeah. been, could have been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. As an artist, especially coming up from the rural, uh, the rurals, um, could you just share your like, um, yeah, the hardships of uh, gaining an audience, like um, to the people out there who might be in environments that you know aren't really supportive of the value they can give to you know to society. Of like, um, yeah, it's almost like that like you know what you're doing right now um you know just try to imagine yourself in like in a similar situation where years back where you had similar challenges to somebody in so so to speak something similar to your kind of you know upbringing or so to speak oh yeah um yeah it's actually everybody who's in the rurals and they're trying to make it out there as a creative They'll tell you that it's not easy, it's, it's, but I feel like it's not even supposed to be easy because, I mean, if we get it easy, I feel like if I if I had it easy, if it was this easy to actually, you know, I mean, now I'm on a podcast and stuff, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. You're not just on a podcast. You're on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> big moves for a village girl this 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 are literally crazy moves so it was really hard like especially from my village i mean you know i mean nobody really they don't they don't really care about your poetry trust me nah they don't they they don't even want to read your poetry so i'm sure like some of my neighbors don't even know that i do poetry you know so i feel like um like getting an audience or like a stable audience this were my friends you know like when i say i have supportive friends like those guys literally after school after school would, would mean um if ever there's a piece that i wrote i'm reading it to them as we walk home you know um that, that's like those are like the things that like pushed me to actually you know what there's somebody who likes this out there you know i'm not just bluffing on paper and stuff yeah. so i feel like when you have um a solid you have like solid friends who who are who are willing to to 
they they love your stuff they love your art you know and they are willing to get it out there with you you know like my friends would 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 post if like i was at a point in time i was very insecure about my work mm-hmm. they would go on and post it you know if i post it they they go make sure even if they've read it before before like the posting and all that they go make sure that they still run it up heavy you know and that for me that's like that's that's like more than anything that's that's amazing you know so i feel like this way um, my audience started it it could, could have only been with my friends and 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 yeah there's people that supported me and all that but uh, otherwise uh, the village doesn't care guys they they don't want to <laughs> <So, laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah man so, um but you actually have oh sorry yeah yeah um yeah 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 okay shoot you And I was going to say this is a question I wanted to ask Mutu earlier on. Yeah. Um taking into consideration your age, you know, and, and being a creative like you just said, it's not easy. So I just wanted to know that at the young age that you are already, you know, going to have a published book. How did you navigate or how do you navigate trial and error like failures for example I know we talked about um a kind of hiccup on stage but I'm just talking about general maybe trials that you faced along the way how were you able to kind of pick yourself up and try again because I'm sure it wasn't as easy to even get the book to be uh, published or a work in progress to be published so i just want to know how did you navigate that emotionally as well oh yeah thank you so much for the question that's a beautiful question um the one yes it was definitely not easy that's yeah it's not easy you know I, it isn't pop and place the thing but, <laughs> <laughs> you know but um uh okay so because this is like i'm self publishing i'm self published let me put it like that um mm-hmm. I, i i i decided to to dodge the the traditional way of doing it because i knew that it was going to mess up with my with my mind you know uh, emotionally too it was going to be like a huge um challenge and all that you know to be to, to like put out your work to to like maybe a publishing company publishing house out there and then they can tell you that okay maybe i need to to keep out some some poems and they they're not fit for for like their um, their company or something like that mm-hmm. uh, i thought that would have done greater damage to me as 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 an author and as an artist and as a creative um entirely you know it it like so hence the self publishing but still the self publishing is like that it's not easy because i still have to reach out to printers and 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 all that you know i had to as, as, as far as i edited as much as i edited uh, the manuscript and all that i had to get like somebody else who doesn't really know professionally to like edit it that that was also that came with its own fair share of anxiety because now you thinking hey, as much as the professional and stuff this thing is scary especially when you're doing it for the first time it's like how about my manuscript guys what if we wake <laughs> up after two weeks and then you will find this thing published uh, and oh, uh, oh, yeah. interrupt you uh, we gotta go to the ad break and yeah
<laughs> Tuning in to F once again, this is the spot, the spot. This could be your business idea, whatsoever you please. Hit us up, hit us up, hit us up. <laughs>